Hi, welcome to the Still Telling It Like It Is program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. I'd like to ask you a question. Would you like to stop living in the past and allowing your past to control your now and your future? If I could give you just a couple of tips that would start you on your way, would that interest you at all? If yes, then let me know on the screen. Otherwise, I'll go into something else. But I have, you know, I've been thinking about some things. And in this, I've been looking at uh, many different people and the different things that people seem to go through. And it seems like their past has them stuck. And I would like, one of the things that I do is I help people to get unstuck. Now, it's really interesting because we've all had miserable things that have happened in our past. Um, you know, my program started late today. So those who are looking for me, they may not have been able to find me. So I might be on here all by myself today. But anyway, it'll still be a good program. I'll just talk to me. Anyway, <laughs> anyway what it is, is that um, I found out that I could use those things that I called bad and painful in my life and what i decided to do with those things that were bad and painful in my life i decided to take those things and make them things that was going to that were going to um enhance my life that were going to take it so that i could take those things that were there and i could create a great future that i would take those things that seemed to be um, my downfall and make it my uphill journey. And one of the things of it is it takes work, but um, I remember being raised in the, in Vallejo in the forties and fifties and being in that time early in the forties and fifties and all of this, you know, what happened is this, is that it was a very uh, interesting place. And uh, we lived in the projects and in the projects for the few years that my father was alive when i was a child things seemed to be pretty good you know uh he was a car he gardened he worked hard he did all of these different things and life seemed to be happy but then all of a sudden he got sick and he died and what happened is it seemed like everything in the neighborhood changed. It seemed like a whole lot of things changed. Well, people moved in and moved out. Remember, these are the projects. People lived, I, we lived on the first floor, 181 East Lane Apartment 797. I remember all of that. And uh, other people lived upstairs. Well, there were these people that lived upstairs called the Powells or whatever. And it was really interesting. This man was a big man and his wife was uh, small. And every few weeks, every week or every weekend or whatever it is, it would he would beat her and she would be screaming. And I was wondering why no one went to help her. Everybody was minding their own business and they felt sorry for her, but they did nothing to help her. And, you know, I decided early in life that I did not want that, that that was something that uh, I would never have in my life. Well, there was an incident in my life further along that I did get beat. I got beat viciously, but I made a decision that that was not going to be my life. But one of uh, a lot of things happened to me in my life. A lot of things happened around me in my life. Part of it was because my father had died and other things. I know that many of you 
can relate to this. It's not about me. It's about your story. I'm only sharing these things with you because I know that you can relate. Things that have happened to you in your life, if you take one of those little things, I'm going to show you. I'm going to give you a few tools as to how to take those things and realize that <clears throat> inside of you, inside of the, uh, the, the DNA that God created on the inside of you, gave you and gives you the ability to be able to take that pain and turn it into something that will be uh, uh, pleasant, that will, that will make pleasantry for other people. You'll take those things that seem that wasn't seem like an asset. I mean, a liability, and make it an asset. You'll take those things that seem like they were lost, and you'll you'll have them so that what happens is this: that they will open doors for you in the in your life and in the future. First thing that I believe that one uh, has the opportunity to do is how do you look at these things? I look at the things that have happened to me in the past. I look at them now and realize that these were things that uh, empowered me to be able to be the woman that I am today. It allowed me to be able to go through things. You know, it's really an interesting thing how we look at things. Jesus went through the things that he went through because he had a focus. And many times what happens is people are still focused on the past and focused with the pain of the past, you know, focused on the past and focused with the pain on the past until they can't see the greatness and the, and the pleasantness of to now and realize that there's feelings that can come in and emotions that can come in that shows them the accomplishments in which that they in in what and how they got over it and what it, I mean how they can get over it. Many people have never really gotten over it, and so um, I, I don't. I, I want to be able to. My head sometimes runs faster than my my thoughts run faster than then people can keep up with me. So I want to be able to communicate this. I want to be able so that you're, you are able to track with me, with your story. I want you to see how you can take whatever it is that has happened to you in your life and you can take it and use it as fuel and not be conformed by it. In the Bible, in, in uh, Romans 12, it says, do not be conformed, do not be fashioned by the systems, by the world, and by the things that have happened in the world to you. Do not, I'm going to say it this way, do not be conformed, do not be fashioned, do not be shaped, do not be stuck in the place that these things happened. Just think about that for a moment. If you will allow yourself to realize, wow, this happened to me, it really did happen, but I didn't die from it. I am not defined by it. I get to redefine my life. I get to change the way that I look at those things that have happened. And this will empower me to help someone else. 
one of the things that happened for me is this, is that it allowed me to be able to realize that the things that happened to me did not necessarily happen for me. And the things that I am working in and working through and working with now will be things that I will be able to use to help to empower someone else. If you will just change, just make that one little tweak, you will never feel sorry for yourself another day in your life. The problem is, is that if you get a joy enjoyment out of feeling sorry for yourself, out of being a victim, out of how it is that someone did something to you, out of the old stories, out of these things, my God. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden my screen went empty. Um, you know, uh, can you, can you hear me? Can you see me? A am I back? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> any, any rate, <laughs> any rate, um, uh, uh, I don't know where I where you ended up not hearing me, but where I am, where, where it is, is this, is that <clears throat> you can, um, if you choose to, you can take those things that seem like they wanted to destroy you and you can make those weapons of your warfare. You can have those as arrows in your in in your uh, uh, in your sack as bullets for your gun as whatever it is, so that you can destroy uh, the the pictures of those things and only use them for good. My Bible tells me, you know, we say God loves everybody, but the Bible tells us something else. The Bible says that He loved uh, uh, Jacob, but He hated Esau. And uh, love does not look like, I mean, we're on the Kingdom First channel and I'm a part of, I'm a, on the Senior Council of Love and Unity. And along with that, I also am looking and searching out love as to really understand what it is that it means. But in this particular part, I'm talking about we, I need to love myself and make friends with the things that were my enemy. So therefore they can never overtake me again. They are now a part of my testimony. They are a part of, 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 of my provision for other people. Okay. I am in the midst of helping people that have been sexually abused. I mean, sexually raped and, 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 and abused and whatever words you want to put to it people that have been physically beaten, people that are uh, that have been mistreated in all different kinds of ways, people with emotional, mental, psychological problems, <clears throat> people with financial problems, people that don't have a lot of things because number one, I went, I went bankrupt or broke a number of different times. I have been homeless. I have been 
where I didn't have enough to eat, where all kinds of things happened to me. But the thing of it was, is this, I never let hope die. Hope was expectation. Hope in the Bible is expectation that these things are subject to change, that they cannot stay the way that they were. Um, you know, I can remember when I didn't have, and I can remember being uh, abound, uh, 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 being at a low, low place. But I can also remember uh, having a whole lot, having and being able to do whatever I wanted to do, when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it. And I didn't have to ask permission of anyone to give me anything in order to do it. And I'm uh, I'm I'm in somewhat of that place now, and it's growing, and it's growing, and it's growing. And I, I want to be able to assist other people to have you to be able to be in that place. It's a great place if I feel like I want to get on a plane, if I feel like I want to go somewhere, if I feel like I want to do something, if I want to purchase something or whatever, it feels really good not to be in a position to say, oh my gosh, if I do this, then I can't do this, this or that, this or that. I like being in the both place. Which do you want, this or that? No, I don't want to choose between this or that. I want both. This is the reason I'm talking about. But if you don't have the right mindset, if your brain has not allowed you uh, 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 to, to expand it, and to uh, be able to realize that you are not limited, then it will always be a one or the other. It will always have to be a choice, okay? It will never be a decision because a decision means that I have cut off anything, any options of being able to do this or not being able to do it. This is what I'm doing and I'm going forward with it. So, and dependent upon other people, dependent upon other people saying, I will do this if they allow me to. I get so, you know, here it is. God says, I want you to do this. Here it is uh, with our ministry right now. Uh, we're purchasing a property and there's a balloon payment of only $560,000. And I'm saying, uh, you know, some saying, oh my gosh, this is a lot. And I'm thinking, this is really nothing. We'll have this by the end of the year. We'll have this in a short while. Why is that? Because I already see the road to it. It's not that much. What? Money is not about paper. Money is an idea. All you have to have, what I'm, what I'm doing right now is awakening your uh, uh, imagination. Your, uh, you, you spend so much time doing, 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 but you, you don't, if you don't expand your imagination and allow him to open it up to show you this is an easy thing this morning. I'm giving you these things and you say, well, what does this have to do with any of these other things? If you just keep tracking with me, you will be able to see it. I want you to see yourself in it. I don't want you to see it about this is about Dr. Baker. I want you to see that this is really, really, really about you. Uh, and, and what I mean that it's about you is this. You can do the work. It's like, OK, uh, my house when it needs to be cleaned. I could clean it myself or I could hire somebody else to do it. Do you know which one I choose to do? I hire somebody else to do it. Number one, I'm giving them a job. I am, I am paying them to do something 
that if I did it, I would be overpriced. I would be overpriced. It would be an overpriced housekeeper, okay? Because what, what I pay them to do something that takes them two to three hours or whatever it is, I earn that in a very short minute, okay? So it is not worth that. I have a gardener. I do not go out there and mow this lawn. What I pay him to do that, uh, well, I wouldn't do it in the first place. Okay. The same thing about my pool man, the same thing about a number of different things. I learned something. I do, even though I know how to do these things, it is not, it is not efficient. It is not wise. It is not bright. It is not any of those things in order for me to do it. Why is that? I do not work so that I can do the things that I don't need to do, that my time is best uh, uh, used for something else. And you say, well, what do you do with that time? Sometimes I just sit and think. My little grandbaby a long time ago, I said, Natasha, what are you doing? You, you, you look like you're just looking in the air. She says, grandmother, I'd be thinking. She's a scientist. She wasn't then. She was only about three or four years old, but she let me know she'd be thinking. She was using her imagination. And one of the things of it is, is this, many of you have lost that. You have gotten so religious. You have gotten so deep. You have gotten so into you, into doing, into trying to prove something that you've lost that childlikeness. You have lost that childlike excitement about being able to imagine going here, imagining this and imagining that. My imagination, the older I get, the, the more, the freer my imagination is. And I get laughed at a lot of times, but I laugh all the way to the bank too. So it really, it really does not matter. Okay, I can oversee everything. Some of you are, are micromanagers. You give somebody a job to do, and then what you want them to do is to check with you at every stage of it. You will never have wealth. You will never have prosperity. You will never release the prosperity that you are supposed to be by allowing that. You give them the things to do. You allow them to do it the way that their imagination, the way God made them to be able to do it. I'm showing you how expansion happens. I'm showing you how expansion and elevation and all of these things happen. I can do all of the things that I give someone else to do. I am learning everything I can about podcasts. I am learning how to do a podcast. Before I start to do my podcast, I'm going to find out what it is, how it is, how it runs. I'm going to do all of those things. Why would you do all of that, Dr. Baker? Because I want it done in excellence and I want to be able to hire someone to help me. I am not willing to hire someone to help me to do something that I don't know if they're doing a good job or not. I know how to clean house. What is this? Oh my God. I know, how, I don't know what's going on with my computer or what's going on with the internet thing or whatever, but it just keeps uh, checking out. But 
any rate, I'm back again. Uh, <clears throat> I know how to clean house. I know how to mow a lawn. I know how to do the things that I do out there, but I don't do it. So I know when they've done a good job. I know what I want to see. I know how my swimming pool is supposed to look, okay? I know how my yard is supposed to look. I know the weeds that are supposed to be pulled. I know all of these things so I can let them know this job is good or this job is not. I know how to spray around my house. I know how to take care of a home, but there's many things that I know how to do. I don't do them anymore. Why did I learn in the first place? I learned, I didn't even realize this, but I learned in order to be able to put somebody else in that position. In my business, in the ministry, in my businesses, I learn how to do the things. <clears throat> I know how to do the accounting. I know how to do the bookkeeping. I used to do it. I know how to, to uh, uh, do the things. We have a new system or whatever it is that uh, my sister taught me how to use this thing that we have from Start Church. She taught me how to use it in the beginning. I don't know how to use the newest one they have yet, but if I've had to figure it out, I have enough background in order to do it. There isn't anything that goes on in our ministry that I don't know how to do or don't know how it's supposed to work. Now, I'm not a musician, so I do not know how to play a piano. Uh, I, I do not, I haven't, you know, uh, but I know how it's supposed to sound. I know how, I know, I know all of these different things. I have some information, I have some things, and I know the spirit that's supposed to come out of these things. So since I know that, I know what's right and what's not. But do you think that I'm going to go around and micromanage all of that? Do you think that I'm going to ask everybody to check with me at every stage? I know how to do, I have, um, uh, I, I, I know how to, I know how to move. I know how to pack. I move so many times. I know how to do these things, but this is something we just moved to this property. And Daniel said, I said, what help do you need from me? He says, nothing. And I knew that when he was doing what it was that he was doing, I knew he was able to handle it. I didn't go out there at every stage and try to figure out what it was that he was doing. I'm telling you, take your time and use your imagination and build on what it is that you're to be. Who are you? Why are you here? Who have you been called to? What is it that you have been placed in this earth to do? And then fine tune that thing. Work the job that you're working. Keep uh, 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 Do the thing that you're doing. I would rather have a mindless job while I'm able. I would have rather have a job in, in a, a, a factory or something while I'm doing uh, work with my hands or a, 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 a whatever it is, a menial job, doing something with my hands so that I can keep my mind free so that I can do the things that I need to do. Or if I have some kind of a complex job, one of the things that I would do, I would not go home and waste my time watching on television, watching something that really means nothing. I would I would uh, uh, invest my time in myself. I would invest my time in thinking. I would invest my time in creative thinking and realizing this, and then uh, spending that time 
hearing and then talking to if i had a husband talking to my husband if you have a wife talking to your wife talking about these things and trying some of these things don't here it is you're saying oh my gosh i wish i was able to give into every good work and every charitable donation i had a number of people that have been telling me these things and i said if you want to know how here are the first steps i i i i, I help people I, I, I want to help people and I use the money in which I do. Um, oh, I use the money in which I, 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 I have in order to assist other people to do what it is that they're doing. So what I'm saying is this, you're more than you think. Your past is something that is fuel. Your past is something and the different things that happen to you in life those are things that you can use to to for your future they can profit you why is that because there is nothing wasted last thing is this remember i'm at yeah well i got a minute and a half i don't have just a minute um uh in in the um uh in the bible jesus told them to pick up all the fragments he wanted nothing lost do you think that he allowed you to go through whatever it is that you went through and it's for a loss? No, it is for a gain. I want you to realize something that the things that happened to you in your past, I want you to start to look at those things differently if you want to use them as fuel to help other people. Um, if you don't, then you'll be a victim. If you do, then you'll be victorious and you'll be able to help other people to be victorious. You know, um, this is, uh, uh, if you want to give into this ministry yesterday on my other program, uh, I had, um, uh, so keep on there and we're going to help them to work with children in the school that she is in. And so if you want to give towards that, you can give, uh, so keeps kids, or if you want to give into the ministry, um, more than enough ministries or any of the things that we're doing, uh, you can do so. If you have any questions about what it is that I'm talking about, then please uh, send us questions. Go on our website, www.mteminc.org. This is Dr. Baker, J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, saying thank you for joining me. And I apologize for all of the things that whoop, pop off, pop back on, pop off, pop back on. See you next time when I'm here this still tell it like it is. Bye. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.